Doug has alluded several times in the past few weeks to the culture and about how now this has become a program where people want to be here, whether it's free agents or whether it's veterans who want to resign. And Roy Robertson Harris looks like an example of that and everything. What is what does it say about what you guys have been trying to build that guys like him want to come back? And then what does Roy bring to this team that maybe goes beyond stats? I think really what goes beyond stats is he's a guy that wants to be here. He does it the right way. And he's a leader. He's a guy that you watch on the film. Uh, he's running to the ball. He plays physical. He plays big for us. He uh, helped us out in pass rest last year towards the end of the year. And he's this guy that's loved to play ball. And that just spreads amongst the team. How much, growth have you, go ahead, how much growth have you seen from Devin Lloyd as he gets ready for the second year? I know last year he was kind of splash and then slowed down and hit that kind of rookie wall. With Devin, he's, uh, he's in a good spot. He really is um, mentally, physically. And you can just see he's playing faster. He recognizes things. And from a first-year linebacker to a second-year linebacker, you can see the progression he's making. And you know, I'm excited for him. He's excited to ready to get this thing going and, you know, looking for big things from him. Trent talked about potentially using Devin as a pass rusher this season. I mean, how much of that have you guys actually implemented and, you know, how would he fare in that area, I guess? Well, really, Devin, Devin's an inside linebacker and inside linebackers typically blitz. So when you line them up on the end of the line, which we have, we've lined them up there, that's really not their forte, you know what I'm saying? But we need to give him more opportunities to blitz, which he did last year, and we'll just continue to do that. He has a unique skill set where he can rush the quarterback, but it's typically against running backs, possibly a tight end. But that's the type of matchups we want to get him into. But offensive linemen, you know, that's other people's areas. How much has Trayvon Walker improved his pass rush technique? You, you can see the growth. Last year was, I know you, you heard this, last year was a learning year for him learned how to pass rush. Now he's to the point where he understands what he likes to do. I call it his superpower. You know, and I tell him all the time, use your superpower. And he has it and he's working on doing that. And, you know, he's a guy that's always gonna work hard and he's always gonna give you what you ask for of him. And we're just excited for him this year. Just talking about Trayvon and Devin a little bit, how much do you think people talk about, and you obviously know from playing in the league, they talk about the rookie year being the longest year of your life, how you know, you're playing in a bowl game, then you're going to draft, draft prep, and then all of a sudden you have to play a 16, 18-game slate. How much do you think for those two it was maybe they hit a rookie wall of sorts versus there was so much going on? It Really, there is a rookie wall. You can't say there's not. But I think Coach Peterson did a good job of maintaining a schedule where the guys got as much rest as they could. But after a while, it's mentally. Like you're, you're doing the same thing every Wednesday for the next 16 weeks, same meeting, same this. So you try to keep it fresh for the guys, and it's hard to do. But they, just talking, talking to those two especially, they understand how to get away from the game now as far as weekends, go home, get away from it, then get on the iPad, doing different things to be able to stay fresh throughout the season. And they've been through it one time, and next time they should be more prepared for it. You've seen a lot of linebackers. What is it about Ventrell Miller that you, you guys really wanted him here in Jacksonville? It was that room. I think um, there's, a, there's a coach down at Florida that I coached in the league. And I talked to him, and he was, 
he gave me the inside scoop, what type of player he was, and we're excited to have him here. Now, he's in a room that's stacked. So just like Coach said, there's going to be a lot of competition in that room, a lot of depth was built, and, you know, the best guys are going to go out there and play. So he has to work his way. Special teams will be, you know, key for him this year. But, you know, he's uh, another guy to add depth to the team. Doug talked about the depth in the secondary. Uh, you guys re-signed Dewey, but then you also draft Antonio. How much of that do you think is also, and I know Doug talked about this a lot last year, just the natural progression of the NFL to more of, I don't want to use the term seven on seven, but knowing it's a passing league, knowing you need to have as many possible options to defend the pass. That's, uh, that's right. You have to have cornerbacks, you have to have pass rushers, and safeties are an important role because they can do so many things. And they're also the quarterback of the defense at times. So they're able to handle situations. We have a bunch of guys that are smart back there. Um, that room, second to the linebacker, is probably the deepest room. You know, There's a bunch of depth back there. So we're just able to take those guys, and it's tough on us to find a way to get everyone on the field, but that's a good problem to have because we have guys back there that can make plays, uh, Cisco, Jink, Dewey, DT, and now Antonio. You know, we got a bunch of guys that are able to make plays, so we'll just uh, line them up and let them go. As a linebacker, is it sad to see the, the rise of the DB? And, you know, like you said, the linebacker room is deep, but this focal point league-wide on the secondary. Well, we, backs. It's really not sad when you look at it. Just like the quarterback, there's a guy there that everyone trusts. The guys will look to a safety, but everyone trusts a linebacker. So we have a few that we have one that has a strong voice and is a really, really good player. But then we have other guys that their voice is starting to come, and guys will start to trust those guys also. Mike, how much did you grow as a coach last year and your first year as a coordinator? and? and you know, what are some things that you took away from that experience as you go into year two calling the defense? Well, as a coach, you go back and you look at everything. Um, you go back and you self-scout. I looked at some of the stuff we did early, then the middle of the season, then the end of the season. And you can see, really, I liked what we did as we, I guess, progressed toward the end of the season. Now, this year, it's time to see what I want to take from the beginning and add to the end and just piece it together. But I think the main thing, it's not really me. It's the way the players were comfortable. They got used to doing certain things, and they did those well. And we continue to let them do it. And that's the way it goes. So each year, we'll go out there and we'll try some new things, put guys in different positions, do different uh, coverages, fronts. But at the end of the day, we'll have identity, and we'll build that. You know, Every year is a new year. Why do you think? Why do you think the pass rush made strides toward the end of toward the end of the season? How much of it was maybe playing with a lead a little bit more often than you had been in the first half of the year, and how much of it was just guys getting better or just playing better in the moment? I think that helps playing with a lead, but also what helps a pass rush is the coverage. And I think like toward the end of the season, Trey Herndon, he doesn't get a lot of credit, but Toward the end of the season, he kind of settled us down. He played the nickel role, and certain games, you didn't hear his name called. And when you don't hear a guy's name called, that's a good thing at the DB. Now, you might give up a pass here, a pass there, but when you don't hear his name, that allows the other 10 guys to really excel. And I think that helped. And then our pass rush started to pick up, and then 
you didn't hear anybody's name in the back end. So it goes hand in hand. What's the competition like at that nickel spot? Is anybody there pushing Trey? Well, everybody is. Right now, everybody has a clean slate, and we're going to go at it. And the best guy to get out there, the young guys brought in here, um, we have some talent there. Um, they're still learning their way. And we'll throw them out there, get them as many reps as we can in training camp and OTAs and the mandatory mini camp. And once we get to you know that first preseason game, we'll have an idea and throw them out there again, see what sticks, and you know put the best guy out there. Yes, here at Gula, can his skill set, just how unique it is, actually be kind of an advantage for him against tackles aren't used to playing against a player like him? I think um, when you look at Yusir, it's he's been that size all his life, and he does it a different way. You see guys around the league, uh, typically you go and everybody wants a 6'5", 265-pound outside linebacker. That doesn't work for everybody, right? Some guys are 6'2", 236. See a guy playing in the Super Bowl that's that size. So there's multiple ways to do it. And once you get used to doing it, if you can play the run, you're tough in the run game, and then you're slippery in the run game also, and then you can use your speed to get on the edge, there's a place for that. If you could take us kind of behind the curtain, Yasir's recruitment, if you may, <coughs> going through the draft process, was he a guy you identified or was there another coach who identified him and also identified the need for that different change of pace edge rusher? Well, that's the thing. As a staff, we get together and we – kind of self-scout each other. And we kind of looked at it, what do we need? And you hear it all the time, a change of pace. Because we have Trayvon, we have Josh, Kayla Vaughn. We have, last year we had Key, we had Smoot. We had bigger rushers. So I was always harping on, let's get somebody a fastball, a fastball. And Yasir is that guy that can get around the edge along with Kayla Vaughn and put pressure, but also be stout in the run game. So you're not giving up anything in the run game, but you're also just throwing a different pitch to the offense. You didn't get much of a look at Jordan Smith before he got hurt in OTAs last year. What have you thought about him on the field this year? With Jordan right now, he's another one. Uh, that position has a bunch of depth. Uh, Coach Shuey, Coach Buckner, they're molding those guys into what we want. And Jordan's another one. He's tall, he's long, he's athletic. So we just want, want him to get back healthy and see what he can do out there. When you look at some of those young guys and you kind of see some of the tools start to come together, when people keep suggesting maybe the Jags go after a veteran pass rusher, do you look at it and say, well, if we do that, then we take away this opportunity from some of these young players who could grow to be really good players? You always want to have options. And the more guys we have, the more options we have, the better chance we have to put the best guys out there. And whether it's an old guy, a new guy, whoever's here, we're going to get them in here. We're going to coach them up best we can and roll them out there. They're going to play like Jags, and that's, uh, that's how we do it. Now, if we go get a veteran guy, fine. If we don't, fine. Whatever we have here, that's what we're going to work with. Have you, had, have you had any contact with Josh Allen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talk to Josh, uh, text back and forth. But Josh is in a good place. He's working hard. He talks to Coach Shuey, he talks to myself, Coach Buckner. So we understand where he's at. Now, we'd love him to be here. But again, it's voluntary. And Josh is a good worker. So we know he's uh, putting in the work. Cool. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.